What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Let It Grow Investing. I am Jeff, and thank you for stopping in to talk some more market news with me. And uh, we've had another uh, ridiculous week on the market. I know we are often saying that it's been uh, pretty crazy, but uh, that's just how this year has been going. It has been uh, a roller coaster ride, if you will. So let's uh, let's get into what's going on out there. But uh, first, I wanted to say that I do have links in the description uh, with uh, my links for E-Trade, Webull, Crypto.com, and Binance. So if you're looking to get started, uh, go ahead and use one of those links. It'll help you uh, get some free shares or some money back, uh, depending on what you put in. Uh, Webull tends to have some of the best offers where you're getting about five free shares for joining and making a deposit. But uh, those links are in the description. So also, if you could like, comment, and share this to other like-minded investors, that would mean the world to me to build the uh, the community over there on uh, the Let It Grow Investing page on Facebook. We are doing weekly buys of stock based on uh, results of a poll that uh, the group is going to vote on weekly. So we've got that over there on the Let It Grow Investing page. And that uh, link is in the description as well. So I kind of want to go a little off the cuff today. I know we've been talking about, uh, you know, buying stocks and ultimately a second half rebound. And, you know, there's there's still a lot of me that thinks that's definitely possible. You know, we've got uh, a lot of the inflation numbers are trending down. You know, we have the CPI uh, and the PPI, producer price index, consumer price index numbers come out this week. And they were trending down. We wanted them to be lower, but uh, ultimately, we're not there yet. So, you know, once those numbers kind of get baked in, we stop seeing the uh, the Fed going ahead and raising rates. I'm hoping that uh, the second half of the year, once some of these rates get baked in, that we will ultimately see inflation slow and hopefully we'll see some stocks start coming back up. And that's kind of been my thesis for what's going to happen this year. Now, there's a lot of pieces of this puzzle that keep coming out. And if you were just a long-term investor, I still stand with the, the thought of buy now while it's dipping continue to buy through this low uh, period in order to build a position in names you know and love. You know, that that will not change. I will continue to buy. I put a good amount of money to work this week and, uh, you know, I will continue to do so as the market is giving us these opportunities. But now with that being said, there's, there's a lot of different things going on out there that are ultimately um, kind of cause for concern. You know, are we going to enter a recession? Our house price is going to crash or, you know, all these different things we've got, uh, you know, the government uh, has, you know, kind of put a, a hold on mortgage forbearance and people that are going to get, uh, you know, their, their homes, uh, you know, foreclosed on. So we, we've got that out there that should be ending in the summer. We've got the student loan things kind of in the in the uh, in the decision period as of what's going to happen there. We've got uh, a lot of different numbers. We've got, you know, used cars that are now, uh, that Mannheim index is now trending down. So if people were paying over sticker, um, you know, in the past year, now these values are going to start coming back down. And ultimately, I, I think we could see a lot of assets kind of, you, know, you know, going down quicker, depreciating, and just coming back down to fair market value. You know, so there's a lot of people looking to get out of stocks to buy bonds. That's a lot of what's going on right now. 
Uh, there's a lot of people that have been caught up in margin loans on stocks and crypto, more so in crypto. And we know that people, if they get uh, to this point where we get margin called, they're going to have to pay back these loans to their broker. So if all these things happen at the same time, values of homes come down, values of cars comes down, and people were banking on, you know, oh, if, if things get bad, I'll just sell off this second house or I'll sell off these couple cars that I bought, pay down that margin loan and I'll still be good to go. But now as everything corrects at the same time, people could be out of work, people could be out of money, and ultimately, you know, it could be a bad situation. So, you know, I, I'm always one that does not like debt. I'm just kind of raised that way. I, I don't like buying more than what I can afford. And uh, ultimately, that's just how I am. So, you know, when I when I see people going out and overpaying for cars and, uh, you know, buying stuff that they don't need on, you know, you know, luxury items, things like that. We're also seeing those those prices correct. You know, I'm I'm seeing it in uh, the watch market, the gold market, uh, you know, jewelry, things like that. You see people kind of dumping these items on some of the different groups I'm in. So I definitely watch that. I've even seen crypto traders looking to sell some of their exotic cars in order to buy the dip or pay off their margin. So there's a lot of different you know, pieces of this puzzle as to what the second half could bring. But uh, I definitely want to make sure that people understand that uh, you need to have an emergency fund. Okay, that, that's definitely part of the plan that I've always laid out. Have cash ready, one, to invest, but two, to live, right? You, you want to have at least three to six months of, uh, of cash on hand to survive whatever the market throws at you whatever the economy throws at you. You know, for, for a small business owner, I definitely like to have more than that. But, um, you know, if, if you have a, a steady job where you, you feel that you're not going to get uh, laid off or anything like that, it could be a, a lesser amount of time. But for me, if I get injured or, uh, you know, the, the phone stops ringing, things like that, I want to know that I have a, a buffer that's uh, a bit heavier in order to survive those uh, those downturns in the economy or anything that could happen with me. Uh, so I, I definitely want to point all that thing, all those things out. And also, you know, if you're, you know, in a, in a position where, um, you know, you're, you're heavy on assets and also in debt, uh, you know, you, you might want to think about some of those things before, you know, the, the market really drops out you might want to start building up that cash for a recession if it were to come. Uh, you know, we, we've seen all these numbers trending down. We heard about the, the recession talks. We've seen, you know, the two 10 year spread. We've seen all these different things happening out there. Uh, a lot of the, the trades that were working last year are not working this year. The things that are holding up are uh, food, drug, uh, energy stocks are doing really well. Some industrials are holding up really well. But there are so many stocks that have been just destroyed and uh, we, we've even seen it in cryptos this week with, uh, you know, the Terra Luna problem with uh, a lot of different things that are going on out there with Terra Luna supposedly being a Ponzi scheme. And the uh, inventor, Do Kwon, was was basically uh, taunting people to try to short him and saying, you, you know, I'm, I'm better off than you are. You can't stop what I'm doing. And ultimately, he got, you know, shorted and... I mean, there, there's some different talk out there as to what really happened. I, I've heard, 
uh, BlackRock and Citadel borrowed a uh, hundred thousand Bitcoin and, and basically traded it into Terra Luna and uh, Anchor, and more or less took the liquidity out of Terraform's platform and basically just canceled him overnight. Um, so you know that that coin, the Terra Luna, was uh, in the like the top ten of crypto coins. And they were trading about $113. And now uh, I checked two days ago, they were three cents. And now they're 0. 0.0003 cents. So that has been obliterated. We, we see all these different problems. And uh, I think there's a lot of fear out there. And rightfully so. We really don't know which end is up. We don't really know where things are going. Um, but the, that Terra Luna problem kind of trickled into a lot of other areas with even Bitcoin and uh, Ethereum, things like that. Cardano sold off about 30 uh, percent. They have since recovered uh, a good amount of that loss. But uh, you definitely want to diversify. You don't want to be all in, you know, one coin or the other or one stock or the other. Uh, I know some people are, are a lot more focused on single names. Than I am, you know, they've got five or eight names in their portfolio where I've got quite a bit more. Um, I think there's a, that good number is probably in the, the teens to mid 20s. And that really gives you that diverse, uh, diversity without really being too focused on any one uh, position. You know, there's a lot of people that were in Terra Luna that uh, one person I saw had a couple million dollars and it got basically just wiped out. He was down to 700 or a thousand dollars in the course of a week. And that's pretty much what you're looking at is pretty much a complete wiping out of that whole platform. And ultimately that's a, that's all different reasons to have a safety net built in somewhere in cash, uh, or in, you know, very stable, uh, investments, whether it's CDs or, um, you know, high interest savings, things like that, that would be insured. It is good to have those. It doesn't always feel like it when inflation is, uh, you know, wiping out cash. And it doesn't feel like it when uh, you've got some tech stocks that are running. You you got that feeling of uh, or fear of missing out. You definitely want to have that money set aside, though. There's all these different fears. Um, and ultimately, we had a really rough week. You know, we were down 5% on Monday. We had some some uh, pre-market green on Tuesday, which then turned into uh, another loss Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And now on Friday, we, we finally got some green again. But, uh, you know, as I said, I've been investing through this dip. I, I did buy pretty heavily this week. But uh, you got to understand that, uh, you know, it is a long-term view for me. If you need this money in the next uh, couple months, it might not be the time to invest. It might be time to, you know, kind of batten down the hatches, make sure that your uh, your financial uh, position is, is much safer. Uh, make sure your business, if you have a business, can survive the next, you know, six months to a year before you go ahead and, and invest in a bunch of different things. So that's kind of what I got on that front. I just want to point out that there is a lot of fear. Uh, I know that we try to invest when there is that fear in the streets. But uh, there is a lot going on that you need to be aware of as well. So um, with that being said, I'm going to take a quick break. We will come back. We will talk some more about uh, some different things going on in the market. We're going to talk about the investing challenge and where that's standing right now. And uh, we're going to wrap up uh, for what we are going to be buying for week 20. We're looking at energy stocks 
And then we're going to get into week 21, what we are looking to add to our portfolio uh, for the investing challenge on Webull, where we're buying fractional shares because that one is the the easiest way to get that $200 in every week. Uh, so that's what I'm doing. And we're going to be looking to fund that through the, the course of the year and ultimately see if we can't out, uh, outpace the S&P uh, on those yearly numbers. So stick around. We'll get into that in a second. All right. We are back here. So uh, with, with all that being said about what's going on in the market and uh, ultimately what's going on out there, I still think there are some things that are really great values, uh, some names that have uh, just sold off too much that are really good quality companies, uh, companies that have their dividends uh, coming in higher than where they normally trade, you know, uh, names like Citibank, JP Morgan, Blackstone, they're all uh, trading higher or the, the dividend is much higher than where it was, you know, within the past couple months. Uh, so those I tried to get those uh, those dividend checks rolling in and ultimately uh, afford to buy myself more shares when I have the drip uh, program turned on, you know, the dividend reinvestment program. So I've got that turned on. I did want to add to some of these names. Uh, I don't think this is going to be an overall, uh, you know, turmoil that's out there. I think there's a lot of fear. I think there's a lot of uh, multiple correction in the fact that a lot of the the, the S and P had been trading uh, around a 21 times PE. Uh, we've now corrected down to about a 17 times PE, and all those names, the average, and uh, overall, the long term average of the S and P on the on a price to earnings basis is a 15. So we were, uh, you know, six times or not six times, with six points higher um, on that S and P. Uh, price to earnings multiple. So when that earnings uh, does come down, we're going to see those stock prices come down. We're not quite to that average yet. We might go below it. We might, you know, uh, you know, shoot a little bit more to the downside. So that's still a possibility. But uh, overall, I do think that there's a lot of companies that uh, have not been at these PEs in a long time. And they're ultimately, you know, kind of correcting back to that uh, that regular average kind of price point where the market is. Um, and, you know, we've seen it in a lot of high quality names. We've seen it in tech. We've seen it in, um, you know, some of the oil and gas plays. We've seen it in uh, financials for sure. Um, so there's there's a lot of these companies that are really getting back down to that historical average. And, uh, you know, they still have a great outlook. So we definitely want to take a look for those when we're looking for names that uh are really still doing well. They've got a lot of cash on the balance sheets and you know, just a lot of the things that are going well for them, they're kind of getting punished in this overall market sell-off. Uh, so again, this is kind of a reason why I like single stocks. We can kind of pick and choose which ones we think are going to be uh, the, the best for long-term growth and uh, ultimately you know, just really kind of focus on the ones that we want. Now, I do think that if the S&P gets down to that average of a, of a 15 or lower, it could certainly be a, a very wise strategy to just buy the overall index. That could uh, certainly work. So SPY, VOO, uh, two good ways to buy those indexes. I think the fees on VOO are a little bit lower. Don't quote me on that, but uh, take a look at that. But uh, ultimately, I do think that um, you know some of these names have really just sold off too much. And uh, in the short term, I'm definitely, uh, you know, kind of kind of mixed feelings on what's going to happen long term. I definitely think that a lot of these these big names have got uh, a lot of room to run 
And uh, some of the names with a lot of cash on the balance sheet, I definitely think that they could be buying up uh, some of these companies that are really going through some hard times right now. Uh, so I do think that M&A, mergers and acquisitions, could trend higher uh, in the next year or so. And, uh, you know, companies like Google or, or Amazon or Apple that have billions of dollars on the, on the balance sheet, if they want to grow and they want to uh, acquire another company that could certainly help them do that, uh, I think this could be a time that we're going to see those larger companies buying up the, the smaller ones in order to grow their, uh, their companies further. So all different things that I think point to, um, you know, mixed short term but uh, overall long-term gainers in, in names that have this, uh, this financial moat around them. They've got the cash. They've got uh, a lot of different pieces put together. They've weathered the storm before, and I think ultimately that they will do it again. And they still have a great underlying business. That's, uh, that's one thing you don't really see when you hear about the stock market is there's still quality companies. Nothing has substantially changed to them. But just overall, the market is correcting. You know, there are some problems that they're going through, but it doesn't mean that a company like Apple is just going to fall apart because of a, a couple supply chain issues. They will solve it or they have the cash to build their own factory if that had to had to happen. Um, they did announce uh, Google did announce that they are coming out with a new line of products. They're kind of going after the, the Apple mindset as to how they're releasing them. They announced uh, some new phones. Uh, the Pixel phones, tablets, smartwatches, uh, they've got a lot of different products coming out. So they're looking to kind of release all of those at once, kind of the same as what Apple normally does. They have a big uh, product announcement and uh, ultimately a launch. And, uh, you know, definitely some good products there. I mean, I've had a Google phone for, for a while now and uh, it's treated me well and uh, I'd probably get another one. So I'm kind of looking forward to that as well on that side of things. But uh, even uh, you know when we're looking at uh, what the government's doing, we're still looking at the the EV plays, the battery plays, uh, you know, cybersecurity because everyone needs it, and it's probably one of the last groups that really hasn't sold off that heavily uh, because it's such a necessity anymore with all the people out there trying to scam and uh, rip people off. There there definitely is a, a, a high demand for that type of service. Uh, as well as, you know, the uh, the cell phone, the 5G plan and on all the chips that are around that. I still think that's a good spot to be. I still think there's going to be high demand for that. So there's still some sectors that work. There's still some companies that uh, are really high quality companies that have sold off in this that I think you got to start buying. You got to take a look at really where you want to build those core positions and uh, and buy through some of this downturn. And uh, ultimately, that's what uh, I've been doing. We uh, we talked last time about some of the stocks that I'm buying. Uh, I did buy some more JP Morgan, PayPal. Uh, did get uh, another share of Google, uh, some more Blackstone, NVIDIA, uh, Citibank, and uh, CrowdStrike, Qualcomm, Visa, Starbucks. I added to all those this past week and uh, uh, got some Microsoft also. But uh, some of these definitely did rally above where I purchased on Friday. It was kind of mixed when I was buying them Tuesday, Wednesday. And uh, ultimately, you know, we'll, we'll see where these go. Right now, I, I think that I got them at a decent price point. But uh, as always, I'm going to try to build this position while these companies are low. Uh, I did buy, you know, the, a little bit more Google a couple weeks back in that 2500 range. 
And now this one I got at 22.49. And then on uh, on Friday, I uh, got back up to the mid 2300s. I don't know if that's going to be a bottom. I, I definitely think that Google has a lot going for them. Tons of, uh, of cash on the balance sheet. They've got uh, these new product offerings, Google search. I mean, it's basically, you know, they've, they've pretty much got that locked up. YouTube numbers were a little bit light, as we talked about before. But uh, they also said how that was kind of a problem with you, uh, Ukraine and Russia issues. And we're going to work through that. Um, ultimately, some more stuff going on over there in their short term or their short uh, real videos that they're looking to do. And ultimately, I just think it's a good spot to be. So that one, especially with that, uh, the peg ratio was a, uh, a two. That's their average. And now they are trading at a 1.2. So we'd like to see them at one or below. And uh, ultimately, for Google, I'm willing to pay a little bit more for that growth and uh, a little bit of the safety around it as well. So uh, it did come down to, some, you know, pretty substantially down to that 1.2 versus the average. And uh, for the uh, the PE, the trailing and forward, those numbers were at a discount also. So I figured I'd go ahead and scoop some of that up. And uh, ultimately, I just think it is one that will be uh, in much better shape in five to 10 years. And, you know, for that reason, I'm trying to build this position. Uh, right now, it's kind of a tier two position for me. I'm trying to get it to more of a tier one, one of my top uh, top 10 stocks. And ultimately, you know, a little bit more buying down at these levels, it'll probably be there. So that's what I've got going. Uh, like I said, all names that I'm really just pretty, pretty high conviction on. I'm not really looking to buy so, so much in the way of, uh, you know, growth at any cost. I'm, I'm looking at the reasonable price growth stocks. Um, you know, we did have some, some big moves in some of those uh, smaller growth stocks, the SoFi, uh, ChargePoint, we had DraftKings that were all up, you know, in the double digits percent wise uh, on Friday. But uh, I do think that we're going to have a little bit more time to get these before they start taking back off. Uh, I know that the, the a lot of the fintech names are really struggling lately too. Um, names like uh, Affirm and uh, Square, they have definitely been struggling. We did see Affirm uh, have a decent quarter stock rallied 34% on Friday. And, you know, definitely one that I wanted to get in. Uh, I don't like to to chase a 34% day. I will let that price drop back down to where I might want to see it. Uh, and that's not saying I'm rushing out to buy this one at any price point. But uh, definitely, I don't, I don't like to be buying when there's a 34, you know, 60% runs, things like that. I like to have that price come back down to where, to, uh, where I want to buy it. So, Definitely take a look at that also and uh, understand that that whole fintech group has been destroyed. Um, I, I went with Visa this time and PayPal because I think it's a little bit safer than the companies like Affirm. Uh, if you see a 30-some percent run in Visa or drop in Visa in a given day, something really noteworthy happened. Um, for, for Affirm, I think it was just it had sold off too much and uh, they had that good quarter and then ultimately people started running back to it. But um, that being said, um, we do have the uh, the week 20 investing challenge where we are putting in $200 every week on Monday uh, into a Webull portfolio uh, that we're trying to beat the S&P average for the year. And um, we've been uh, eh, kind of beat down a little bit here lately. We were getting back to about flat. 
but then the uh, the market went ahead and sold off some more. I'll get that pulled up here in a second. But uh, the the stocks for week twenty were as follows: um, Hannon Armstrong, Next Era Energy, Enbridge Energy, Chevron, and Enterprise Partners. And uh, this week we are going to be adding Chevron. Uh, so CVX will be adding two hundred uh, to that uh, portfolio today in the in CVX. And I definitely need to get some more votes over there on the Let It Grow Investing page on Facebook. So if you can go over there and uh, get your votes in, I would definitely appreciate that. And now for this week, um, we are going to be adding a uh, another stock here to the mix for week 21. And uh, those names for week 21, we are looking at uh, first one being Google, G-O-O-G-L or Alphabet. We are looking at Tesla, T-S-L-A, ChargePoint, C-H-P-T, Tenable Technologies, T-E-N-B, and Affirm, A-F-R-M. Um, so we've got some tech. We've got EV. We've got a battery play. We've got uh, or a charging play. We've got uh, cybersecurity. And then we've got a fintech play. Um, so as I just said, all of them uh, have something going for them. Tesla, I think they they had a great quarter. They've sold off too much on some of this uh, Twitter, Elon Musk news, plus uh, what's going on in the market. Uh, ChargePoint, again, one that has sold off with uh, the, the tech trade that uh, just really has been uh, crushed here lately. Tenable for a couple of the people in the group that uh, that work there. Uh, I know they, they love it and uh, always have great things to say about the company. Plus, they've had a pretty decent uh, sell-off here uh, recently as well. Up 10% on Friday, but uh, still with the 50% upside for a price target of 70, uh, 70.78 on that uh, analyst price target. And currently trading at $47, so quite a bit of upside there. And then Affirm, as I said, they had a, a pretty solid quarter. Um, they traded up, uh, they closed Friday at 31% up. I think they said I said they were a little bit higher. But uh, so, yeah, twenty three seventy one was that close price on Friday. And then they have a uh, uh, average price target from 13 analysts at uh, 103 percent of upside at forty eight twenty three. Uh, so some some mixed reviews here lately, some buys and holds, but uh, most of them being in the 30s and 40s. So that uh, that price target definitely uh, might be a little bit stretched from some of these uh, previous price targets that uh, were a little bit past date, but uh, I definitely think that they do have a lot of room to run, uh, especially with some more good news coming out. Um, so that being said, get over there to Let It Grow Investing on Facebook. We are going to pick one of these five for week uh, 21. Again, Google, Tesla, ChargePoint, Tenable, and Affirm. So if you can go over there and uh, get your votes in, I would definitely appreciate that. And uh, as always, you know, thanks for stopping by. Thank you for stopping by here on Let It Grow Investing. Please make sure to like, subscribe, and share to build a community of like-minded investors. If you do have questions for me or for the group, you can find us over there on Let It Grow Investing podcast on Facebook. This is not professional financial advice. I am not a professional financial advisor. Please make sure to do all your own research before investing in any security. I do have links in the description to help get you started on eTrade, Webull, Crypto.com, and Binance. 
and a friendly reminder that a goal without a plan is just a dream. So go ahead and build your plan, uh, design your portfolio, and stick to it. Thanks for stopping by. I will catch you guys in the next one.